Welcome to the Running for Office as an Online Candidate podcast. In this series, we cover the tips, tricks, and ideas for local political candidates who want to leverage the internet to help win their election. I'm Shane Daly, partner of Daly Professional Web Solutions and Online Candidate. Cyberbullying has always been an issue, but social media has allowed it to take on a whole new level. Now people can easily say anything they want about almost anyone and anything, and often without consequence. Platforms such as Twitter and Facebook have been used to spread negative or false information about political figures and campaigns for years. If you are a political candidate, you will certainly face some sort of abuse online. It may be in posts, in comments, or even through memes and imagery. There's been plenty of talk about what should be done about cyberbullying and the best ways to address it. In this episode, we'll talk about some ways to address negativity that political campaigns face online and how to deal with it. Politics, and especially local politics, can be vicious, especially on the web. And if you're a candidate, watch out. Nasty things are often posted on social media. Anonymous posts can be the worst. The temptation exists to do something about online trolls and other assorted vermin. However, most negative posts don't really influence anyone and generally make the person making the nasty post look, well, nasty. In most cases, negative posts and comments likely have a small audience. They likely influence you more than anyone else. Sure, the posts or comments may contain blatant lies, phony allegations, and so on, but it's important to handle these matters delicately, or else the situation can quickly spin out of control. In most cases, simply ignore the posts. If a response is absolutely necessary, it's best to let someone outside your campaign or organization respond. And whatever you do, don't create new personas or profiles to support your positions on social media, in forums, or on message boards. You'll likely get caught, and that tends to make the situation a whole lot worse. But what if the criticism is justified? Perhaps while you posted from your mobile device, you made a misspelling or the autocorrect feature fouled up an important word. And hey, that happens to anyone. You may get called out on a mistake like this. Someone may blow your blunder out of proportion and make a big deal about it. As we all know, hyperbole often runs rampant online. So how should you deal with it? Just apologize and move on. You can correct a Facebook post, but for Twitter, you'll need to either remove the original tweet or just add a comment explaining the problem. However, it's probably better to just delete and repost the proper message. When posting anywhere, make sure to check your spelling and grammar. You may want to have someone else look at what you're posting before you hit that submit button. If you're the person on the receiving end of criticism, it can be hard to figure out how to respond. Sometimes you'll feel that you can't respond in a way that it's acceptable to everyone or actually address the issues raised. So here are a few tips when responding to negative feedback about your campaign. First, take your time. You may want to lash out, but it's all too easy to make things worse if you reply while you're angry. You can kill them with kindness. It's a lot easier to thank someone for their contribution than to try to debate them. Most online trolls post and move on. They probably won't even see your reply. You can use humor. You may be able to disarm a troll with a witty reply. One tip is to acknowledge the criticism, apologize for it, and make light of the situation. You can encourage supporters to be positive and leave positive comments. Finally, you could try to hide the offensive content and note your own online policy against such material. As a last resort, you can report the offender, but only do this if the poster's material is especially bad. If a user breaks the terms of use of a social media service, they can be penalized. However, you shouldn't really count on that happening. Should you block people on social media? You may be tempted to block people, but you should avoid doing this. Generally, public officials should not block people unless someone is clearly abusive or engaging in hate speech. A better tactic, again, is to hide offensive comments while noting your online policy against such material. There's been talk about the legality of public political figures blocking citizens from social media. 
In 2017, the Knight First Amendment Institute filed a lawsuit on behalf of several people who were blocked from former President Donald Trump's Twitter account. The United States District Court for the Southern District of New York and the United States Court of Appeal for the Second Circuit both ruled that Trump could not block users, arguing that his Twitter account constituted a public forum under the First Amendment. However, in January 2021, Twitter removed Trump's account from its platform. Without account access, Trump could not block or unblock users. This fact may make the argument in Trump v. Knight First Amendment Institute moot as the case heads for review with the Supreme Court. As of now, the petition for review is still open. Social media moves fast. It's here, it's gone, and it's usually forgotten. If it becomes an issue where a topic appears when someone searches for you on Google, that's a different problem. And while it's difficult to make negative material disappear from online searches, positive web content such as further social media posts, campaign website updates, or online press releases can be created to help push down negative publicity, making it less visible to searchers. Running for office is difficult and requires a strong sense of perseverance. If you want to be a politician, you will often be attacked from all sides. You'll need to work hard and take criticism with a thick skin if you really want the job. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit our website at onlinecandidate.com where you'll find articles, resources, and information about our online campaign website services. If you like this podcast, you might want to check out our book, Running for Office as an Online Candidate, also available at onlinecandidate.com.